There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hi! Welcome to Rotten Treasure. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. We watched Scooby-Doo. That's the right order. Uh, uh, with my other host, Kai Bobby. Hi, Kai. How are you? Uh, hi, Jim. You're doing great today. Cool. Thanks. I didn't, I didn't I... even ask how you were. I was just like, hey, you're doing good. All right. Yeah, I, f- I figured I was. <laughs> yeah. I heard, right. I heard my intro. I don't want to know. I don't want to know how you're doing. All right. You're good. I'm good. Let's, uh, let's do a show. Yeah. You know who is also good? We're going to demand that they're good. It's our guest, international star of stage and screen. It's Julie Regano. Woo! Hey! Pew, pew, hello. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that we were doing this. Wait, were you supposed... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, welcome. Back. Hello, Julie. Hello. <laughs> uh, thank, you for, uh, thank you for coming on to talk to us about uh, nonsense. I appreciate you. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited. I have so many notes. I have so many things to say and talk about. This is mm-hmm. going to be great. A little bit of info dumping. Which, which is kind of what I, I've known now in, in my heart for quite some time. And I now need to just let you do it. I need you to just talk about it. I know normally we're just like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the movie whenever. But I really just want to know all of your notes. Uh, so, but before before we get there, though, uh, the question that is important to ask is, what is your relationship with Scooby-Doo uh, as a whole? Oh boy, Scooby-Doo. So I actually have been sort of watching Scooby-Doo on and off throughout the pandemic. It's just been every once in a while, I'm like, let's just find a different version of (laughs) Scooby-Doo to watch because there are so many different versions. Oh yeah, yeah. Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? The new Scooby-Doo movies. Uh, 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 New Scooby-Doo. There's tons of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pop name Scooby Doo. I was a big fan there's, of that one. There's one where like Daphne's just fucking weird. Are you talking about the one where it was just Shaggy, Scooby, and Daphne? No, no, it's all of them. Um, but like, what they decide to do for Daphne is just make her weird, and mm-hmm. I love it. Like, there's one episode where they're on a boat. And they're like, oh, we have to go swimming. And she's like, oh, I can't go in the water. I have beef with dolphins. And they're like, you have beef with all dolphins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, yes. Is this the one where they they finally revealed that Velma uh, is gay? No, that happened recently. This happened the other day. This happened so recently. Yay. Yeah, but it was already true in something else from like, it was already it was it was never like canonically true she there was like a recent thing where i think it's like an ex-girlfriend comes up and she's like oh that's my ex-girlfriend kind of thing like so it's a hundred percent confirmed in this uh, in the in this canon yeah well yeah Yeah. i mean there was even a original script that was supposed to have uh castney like soul uh, switching happen through like a kiss between daphne and, and and velma like they were supposed to have that happen I'm I'm not joking. I think that's a porn you're thinking of. Nope. Uh, this is information I found on the internet. Uh, there is an R-rated version of this movie that was originally written, and it just did not get to be that movie. Because sometimes, regardless of what you want and the producers want, and what your you know just general all of you wants, uh, which is just supposed to be really really bad and uh, raunchy, just didn't happen. And yeah, and just fortunately got slapped down. To I mean, it's fine. I still like it, but. It, uh, it just a lot of stuff got cut like that. I will say, while watching this movie last night, because Kai was like, you've seen the movie, right? And I was like, yeah. Which one are we watching again? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have quite some canonical proof from this movie that okay. I'm a lesbian. Okay, nice. Okay, right on. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Well, unfortunately, within this particular canon, she is at least bi because she's in love with uh, Seth Green in the second movie. Yes. Spoiler for the second movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm very fine with Velma being bi. I know it's not up to me and it doesn't actually, uh, not that it doesn't matter, but it's not um, going to change my day-to-day life 
Um, yeah. But it, I also felt like, oh, I don't let Velma tell you what what her sexual orientation is in that moment. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> in all yeah, honesty, no, I, can't if Velma was bi or I always yeah. I always thought of it as like, well, not always because I was a child and did not have the capacity to understand. Uh, well, not the capacity. I didn't have the context to understand uh, bisexuality when I was that uh, young. But Velma's bi. Scoob, uh, Scooby's a dog and Shaggy is ace. And they're all in a polycule as far as I'm concerned. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of emotionally, definitely, like, at least that, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know about their level of physical intimacy, but yeah. Obviously platonic polycule, oh. minimum, but I also mean, like, there's canonical proof that they're in a polycule. I mean, they're raising a dog together, you know, it's a big commitment. <laughs> oh, no, I... Scooby is a member of this polycule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a I forget which version of it, it it is, but somebody calls Freddy Freddy and he says, It's Fred unless we're dating. Or like nobody calls me Freddy unless we're dating. And then it cuts to every member of the the mystery gang calling him Freddy, including oh. Scooby. Including Scooby. And then there's also a a clip from that same version. I wish I knew which one. I don't. But like later, they're saying, we don't have to worry about like, if our relationships, our individual relationships are strong, because we're in a relationship together. And that's what's strong. I mean, it's just like, you read it and you just go, this is a polycule. This is just, I say read it, because obviously, I saw it on the internet. I mean, sure, then it's true. Uh, I mean, it was written. I always I keep saying Tim Gunn. It's not Tim Gunn. What's his name? It's um. It's not Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn's his brother. Oh God. Um, James Gunn. It's my yeah. name. So it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 written by him, and then the director is the guy who did Home Alone, the third one, like the fucking one with like the the like terrorist organization like associated with like North Korea or something. Like yeah, the one that I associated with Home Alone because I didn't actually see the real Home Alone until I was yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty two years old. Yeah. So of course, like. I'm going to need a lot more Home Alone talk right now because I haven't actually seen the third one. And I'm also very interested in what Jim just said. Oh, go listen to our episode with Hen Smith uh, then uh, because we talked all about it uh, two years ago. Especially (laughs) that old woman dying in a garage. That was a fucking rough movie. Uh, Yeah, yeah. There's not much more to that other than it's a new kid. It's It's a completely different kid and everyone was upset. Yeah, oh. I think that's why I didn't watch it. But I and do Scarlett Johansson's in it for some fucking reason. Sorry, go ahead. Scarlett <laughs> Johansson is in it. That is right. <laughs> okay, now I'll She's watch it. She's very young. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that tracks. I just she's love like, her. She's got to be like 13 that. in that movie. <laughs> it's- I don't know if I want to see it now. That. I just, I honestly don't, yeah, you're right. I don't like it when my actors are like teenagers. It really weirds me out. Like I, I've watched Growing Pains growing up, which hurts now thinking about it, um, how much I watched that fucking show. But like Leonardo DiCaprio was on that show. It was like a sitcom. Did you guys watch that? Anybody? Anybody give their life to that? I love it. I didn't watch Leo was on Growing Pains? Yeah. 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 Really? Yes. I don't know why I guess I'm getting so high. Up. Yes. The first thing he did <laughs> wasn't... um gilbert grape okay i yeah, looked up I growing know. pains and it just told me about how my legs will hurt when i grow up i don't know <laughs> oh yes that is Jim, true you could have just you could have just asked me you don't have to ask google <laughs> oh yeah he's in the seventh season no shit yeah i always knew that show was the show with kirk cameron and boner uh boner? The, uh yeah boner's on that show the the actor i do like to see as a teen is sam rockwell in the teenage ninja turtle movie I don't remember it. I don't, I I think I saw it as a kid, but that's another one that I'm excited to do that franchise because I don't I'm I can't watch it till we do that franchise. I want to wait, but I'm boy, am I excited to to watch it? You those. will see Sam Rockwell as a teenager. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna tell you when because it's just so perfect. But just rewatch it. Know you're gonna see Sam Rockwell at some point and be so happy when you do. All things that should be on a promo poster like that. Absolutely sold. If I saw that on like that in the movie theaters walking by, I'd be like, I'm going, excuse me. I'd like to give my tickets back. I want to go watch this. <laughs> I mean, that is how I feel when I see Sam Rockwell on a poster. I'm like, well, I'm seeing that. Hmm. Yeah. Ever since I saw Moon, I was like, this guy's great. He should be in everything. He was the best part of Jojo Rabbit. 
hands down. Oh. What about Scarlett Johansson? Bringing it back around. She's in all these movies we're going to talk about tonight. Have you seen the movie where she... Was a computer? Sorry, my boss just texted me to be like, are we meeting tonight? <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Do you want to um, get them in on the call? We could be professional. Yes, of course, because Jim and I are notoriously known for our professionalism. Speaking of professionalism, I would like to give a little bit of a professional thank you to pods underscore r underscore us on Twitter. Uh, they're showing us some love and I wanted to show it right back to them. So thank you so much for showcasing us and telling the world that we're amazing. And y'all should get on over there to check out what other podcasts these folks are supporting. So once again, that's pods are us on Twitter, pods underscore r underscore us. Aside from that, you should check out Jim and I uh, or Jim Kai are us. Uh, I'll figure it out later. I'm supposed to be a professional improviser. We were on a podcast with past guest and lovely friend Joe Wonderhovich. Uh, he's got a podcast uh, that's Fair Deal and Improvised Mediation. And we got to go on there and be fictitious roommates and get into some beef. Also co-facilitated a mediation there with our past guest and friend Sarah Clemency. So go get some laughs on. We had an absolute wonderful time on that podcast. And you should check out that episode along with every other episode all the podcasts, all the time. Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah. Cool. Hey, everybody. Kai Bobby here, the other host. Uh, I am here with the Captain's Log shout out. It is from uh, our dear friend Crimson. He is incredibly kind and has told me to use this promotion slot to promote my cat's GoFundMe. Uh, my poor little buddy Oliver unfortunately had to have a surgery a little while back. And uh, those medical bills, uh, they, they really rack up. So if you got a couple extra bucks, go ahead and check out that GoFundMe link. It is in the description. Uh, yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you. Crimson, you're amazing. Let's get back to the show, everybody. <sighs> My colleague was just confused. I was not invited to this meeting tonight. Beautiful. So Beautiful. I'm not missing any work. Nice. Um, and we can, I can just be We're back. back. This is, this is it. We're back. <laughs> that was amazing news. What do we do? Great job. Where, where are you? Right. Like that is like one of those like tales old as time, like questions, right? Like, yeah, that, that what's you know, new Scooby Doo, Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo, the new Scooby Doo, sh- Fifty movies. Shades of Scooby Doo. Yeah, feels like uh, Scooby Doo. Where are you? Is also apt for that. Um, everybody asks, "Where are you, Scooby Doo?" But not, "How are you, Scooby Doo?" Or right? Or who? Like, give me a moment to let like. Who I don't know who Scooby Doo is really. I'm gonna be honest with you. Behind the Scooby snacks, I don't, like. Okay, I don't, I don't want that question though. Because uh, <laughs> have you ever been asked who are you? like? Uh, I I was recently at like a, a an event meeting people, and they were like, "So what do you do?" And I was like, "Like philosophically, what do you?" <laughs> and they were like, "No, for work." And I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, programmer." <laughs> I will say I don't. I love Scooby, and this is a complete compliment. Mm-hmm. I think we know who Scooby Doo is. I don't think I'm just yeah, I'm just being a good. There guy. are no. He's I a mean, dog. He's like talks. a fantastic way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Scooby Doo is not is not super nuanced. Yes, you, you know who Scooby is. Yeah, he's a dog who loves a stoner man who just like hangs out. <laughs> Honestly, his best friend. Oh, their relationship, particularly in this movie, I love. Matthew Lillard is a, a big like um, in mine. Like, I love Matthew Lillard. So the, I love him so much. My oh, he was note perfect is for Matthew this movie. Lillard yeah. Is a sweetheart. Yeah. Let's let's talk about Matthew Lillard being a sweetheart. Unless I'm sorry. Was there something else? <laughs> no, I just wanted to prove to you that it was my second note by showing you. Oh, my, my God. Screen. Yes. Because I think that's a, a mutually enjoyed uh, a I, point. I did also uh, like that your very first note was, hate this theme song, ew, no. Yeah, yeah. It was awful. I don't, okay. This is something that I think about with uh, when I watch this movie, which is, I love this movie. I, wa- I watched it a thousand times. reminds me of childhood. But with that being said, this movie came out during the worst time in history. All music was awful and all movies were terrible. And the music in this movie is awful. You could 
take that to the bank, Mark McGrath. I yes, I was um, I was watching it last night when my boyfriend came home. We had 17 minutes left in the movie and he refused to watch any of it. So I had to stop it. And I said, you know, the music in this is bad. And he went, really? And I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah yes, obviously. I, I have to agree. This It is honestly such a disservice to a live action Scooby-Doo that this was the live action Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that it was made in 2002 when like that's what CGI was. And we yeah. thought that was like, good cgi did we i mean i wasn't uh, 2002 i thought it was i was i was yeah i I was like i was a nine-year-old and i don't remember my opinion on cgi at that time i mean i don't think that like okay let me rephrase i don't think we thought it was good but it was clearly the next stage of animation and i think like because we didn't have other cgi to compare it to it was one of those things where we're like i guess this is it now i remember that's how i felt was mm. like oh i guess this is what we're doing now and then it got better but you go back to those early like especially early 2000 movies and you're just like yeesh Ew. so there's a little bit of a reason behind that Ooh, get ready for this uh it's one of my favorite facts uh the early 2000s is marred by bad film like look bad looking films mm-hmm. because digital film had like digital mo- like digital cameras had just come out and they decided to make a, a switch to do to digital because it was the future but they could only do like 720p and we now live in the future where we can go up to like i think we're up to 8k at this point with digital mm-hmm. but film stock is incredible it looks incredible there's a reason why a lot of like nerds from back in the day were like oh i only like things uh, that are film because they were like 8k Mm -hmm. so when they switched to film they lowered down to 720p and then it's slowly gotten back to where we can now it's indistinguishable we could watch either we could watch either one but at that time they look awful and they can't upscale it so all of them are naturally 720 we can't mm. watch 8K. Whereas, like, movies from the 90s and the 80s, they can upscale to uh, to 8K because it's film stock. You just blew my mind. I bet that made sense to somebody who knows what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I mmed and owed at mm-hmm. all the right places. If yep. you play it back, yep. mm-hmm. I sounded mm-hmm. like I was following along. Mm-hmm. I believe you. Uh Jim, I even followed along, and I still am kind of like, what? <laughs> Good. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I will be uh, holding back any more facts that I have for the night, and you no, two no, can no, just no, talk no. amongst yourselves. No, 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 no. I love your facts, Jim. Honestly, did you have any more facts? I'm sorry. Uh, a gestation period of an elephant is 22 months. Julie, I want to hear your facts. Okay. So <laughs> I... I've... Okay, watching a lot of Scooby-Doo, especially uh, with my partner who we like to like really think about the world building and like mm-hmm. really think about, critically analyze Scooby-Doo. Um, and so I was thinking, you know, why, why is it Daphne and Fred, Velma and Shaggy and Scooby? Like, why would you leave Shaggy and Scooby to find clues on their own? Like efficiency wise. Oh, because you go back to that polycule you were talking uh, you were talking about before. Because Daphne, Fred, and Velma were all banging out while Shaggy and Scooby did their thing, and then eventually they were like, "We can't leave these idiots alone anymore." So Velma, you got to go with them. Sorry, we'll catch up with you later. I don't. Sure, there's that, but here's what I think it really is. Uh, so a Great Dane can run up to 30 miles per hour. That's like their running speed. Wow. And I think Shaggy is the only one who can run as fast as Scooby. Because mm-hmm, anytime mm-hmm. you see them running, they're all running together. Yeah, right? super, super, super fast. Yeah, yeah they yeah, got yeah. bongos and everything. Right. 
and I don't think the uh, I don't think the others would be able to keep up with Scooby. I I, I think you're so. This is yeah. falling apart because now I'm realizing there are images of all of them as a group. I just really want to bring up that Great Danes run 30 miles per hour and they're all running that fast together. So I, this is a very fast group. I'm more I'm I'm uncomfortable with that fact now because if there's like a Great Dane that I don't like or doesn't like me, I know that it can get to me very fast. <laughs> I hate to burst your bubble, don't but... like get in a car. I hate to burst your bubble, but that is the fact with uh, a lot of dogs. Uh, most dogs can outrun you. I don't like that, Jim. I don't like that. I'm I'm very fast. In fact, I'm going to look up how fast is the slowest dog. I'm going to tell you another fact that's definitely a fact and not just me saying words, mm-hmm. uh, which is all dogs that can run that fast also want to be lap dogs. So okay. don't worry because that, that Rottweiler will just climb into your lap and be like, I am just a little Rottweiler. Oh. I am so tiny. Please do not step on me. You might don't trip over me. I am so small and cute and adorable. So they're I never going to chase you because they're lap dogs. I, that's one thing I do miss about working at a doggy daycare was just the the big dogs who would be like, and you're a chair. And I was like, I guess yes. <laughs> yes. I guess I will be here for the next hour and get paid to have a dog sit on me. Uh, sure. Yes. But yeah, boo my life. I want, I'm sorry, I'm just going back to my notes because I have so many things to oh, say. Oh, I had real quick off of the note point. I did want to say that I, I think the two of them are just codependent. So I think it's better to keep them together because if they were separated, I think that their distress from being apart would actually be detrimental to the cause. Like they would do worse than they already do. <laughs> I think like uh, uh, Abed and um, Danny Troy. Glover. And Troy, like when they separate and Troy's like, how do you think Abed's doing right Precisely. now? Precisely. Yes. It's exactly like that. So uh, that that for me is is like kind of why I, the two of them. But also that's what everybody wants to see. All the, uh, We all want it. Their relationship is great. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. In the very beginning of the movie, because my notes are just a stream of consciousness reaction to what I saw. Go for it. Uh, they defeated this ghost that looks like what what kind of ghost it looks like that it's like a clown ghost thing it's something yeah for like out of like some bad halloween store it's bad yeah and then the car the the mystery van drives in i was so excited i was like self-driving car the car is a character yes yes and then my note is self-driving car question mark oh no just pam anderson of course because it's pamela anderson who comes in (sighs) yep of course. Um, which I hated, but then two notes later, it says, okay, I love Pam Anderson now. Um, so she did something that I loved. And I think I just loved that she was in it. I think it was just, I loved that the Pam Anderson fans and the Scooby-Doo fans were like the same level of fanatic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I really liked that instant world building of like, oh, this is... They are celebrity mystery solvers. Yeah, yeah you, you're you a fan of both Scooby-Doo and Baywatch. This movie was intended for people, I think, thirty, like 35 and up. Like, I think this was actually more so intended for, like, uh, my older, like, for, like, my older sibling, like, 40. Like, I think was, like, who this... Oh, are you like, talking about people, your People who are 40 line? right now, this movie was meant for you. What's up? You're talking about your favorite line that you texted me during the movie? Which uh, was, which one again? What did I say? Uh, when she says her name is Mary Jane and he goes, that's yeah. like my favorite name. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Is that this whole thing, it's not even like the kind of Shrek level, like I'm going to sneak adulthood stuff in. It's just very in your face. <laughs> I remember seeing that line in the trailer as a kid and being mm-hmm. like, that's obvious. And I, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was nine. I didn't know what drugs were. Okay, well, I went through D.A.R.E. and I was yeah. educated. Yeah, Jim. We weren't idiots at nine like you. <laughs> I oh, like, I'm <laughs> sorry. What, what fourth graders going through D.A.R.E.? We went through D.A.R.E. in uh, fifth grade. I also find out what bisexual meant in second grade because my sister told me everything. <laughs> she told me what bisexual was, what gay was. And then I went off to school and I told everybody in second grade. And <laughs> my parents got a call. <laughs> I didn't find out what gay was until kids started calling me gay. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's back in my day. <laughs> back in my day, you didn't find out how gay you were until kids started telling you were gay. 
I do think it's funny that like how many kids were like, you're gay. And like, I think even then I wanted to be like, we both know this yeah, to be yeah, true. Right. Why are we playing this game? Yeah. Like, like in the same, not in the same <laughs> way, but like when somebody be like, you're a coward, I would be like, yes, now treat me as such. Like yeah. get on the same page. If we're on the same page. Um, so yeah, anyway. <sighs> yeah. I also really wanted to talk about this moment in the beginning that made me very upset because narratively it made no sense. Mm-hmm. And it was very upsetting to me because uh, Daphne takes Velma's glasses as like a, haha, you think you're so smart? I'm going to take your glasses, right? And then Velma immediately gets to the floor and starts looking for them. And I get that's like, the look is like, where are my glasses? But they do it later in the movie. So they didn't have to do it at the top. Right. And she's smart. Like the whole thing is that she's smart. If somebody takes your glasses, is your first thought going to be, they must be on the floor? So there is a possibility that she's so blind that when her glasses get taken away, her depth perception goes all out of whack. And then she gets immediate vertigo and has to get on the floor. Jim, I don't like this. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't like that when I say something. Right. You say actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's called it's called no budding. Uh I know how to do it, okay? So I also want to talk about how they all like quit. I'm just gonna ignore Jim now. Yeah, yeah, no, please do. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Jim <laughs> apologize. <laughs> That's okay. This, is this a paid gig? Like <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm confused about how old they are. Is this a paid gig? How much are they getting paid? Did Pam Anderson employ them? Do they have to do like 1099s? Is this do they invoice later? Is this like a PI thing where you like right. put on a deposit? I like and also they all just quit. Didn't they I imagine if you have like a firm, you have you have contracts. Yeah. You have to you know, you're booked out like for the next year. You can't just quit. And then they all leave and go into separate cars. You're telling me every member of the mystery gang showed up to that crime in separate vehicles? Yeah, on their way home from work. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) They are incorporated. They They have a whole business going on and that is a business vehicle. (laughs) <laughs> that is just like that's owned by the company. They they It's a company car, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a company car. They have their own lives outside of Mystery Incorporated. Okay. One, we've never seen them <laughs> in any vehicle other than the mystery van, and I Yeah, we it's have It's jarring. It's jarring. Wait, yes we have. At the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I hate you, Jim. So <laughs> yeah, we have seen it. It's canon. It's in this movie that we watched. <laughs> like you. So anyway, um, remember when I said I was bad at bullying? Anyway, no, yeah. <laughs> no it's good. That's very um, good. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it, okay. So them being incorporated is more proof that they can't just quit. They can't just quit and then not have talked to each other for mm. two years. That was a board meeting. Outside outside that abandoned warehouse, that was a board meeting. <laughs> no, logistically, they would have had to have dissolved the, the corporation. I, I have, I have issues with the world building. Mm-hmm. And the business model okay. of the mystery gang. Tim Gunn's nephew, son, James whatever, Gunn. was not thinking about that stuff. He was like, I need to make jokes for this age bracket. And for whatever reason, because Warner Brothers is telling me to, I have to put like Sugar Ray and make this likable to that crowd. <laughs> like, who like American Pie a lot. <laughs> that kind of vibe. I have to do that now. Yeah, it, it's it's something. So, okay. Is what... Was a weirdly racist amusement park island mm-hmm. also something that was it's like very in very in crowd very yeah. in? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, puka shell necklaces were very in at the time. Yeah, 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 I yeah. Think the answer to that is know. yes. <laughs> I'm not questioning the puka shell necklaces. Mm-hmm. I'm questioning this whole like spooky island and spooky air and like 
then also making it racist on top of using the word spooky like oh and 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 it's a it's a spring break destination yeah 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 the again the world building very flimsy i find and um even for scooby-doo i find this flimsy Oh God, I just, I don't know why, but I just imagine them crossing that over with like Love is Blind. Like I really had that kind of energy where I wanted it to also be. <laughs> oh God, Shane and Shayna trying yeah. to solve a mystery. Don't even get me started. Or related and dated or whatever yeah. that new like, one is. Yeah. Yeah. And then Shaggy and, uh, <laughs> and Scooby helped them work it out. Shaggy and Natalie are going to figure it out. <laughs> I fully believe, I would love, honestly... A, a, a bit where Shaggy and Scooby think they're talking about food mm. and the other person thinks it's a metaphor for their relationships. Yes. And Scooby and Shaggy are just like, you have to have the ham and the turkey and the salami and the pastrami and just keep like, I don't even know how it's a metaphor. I, but no, I like that. I think the the disgusting one... sandwich you just named. <laughs> <laughs> I was naming a Shaggy and Scooby sandwich, not. One I know, one. I know. Oh yeah, ooh. But absolutely disgust. I like ham and salami. You got me. That's good. That's. I, I don't like ham that much, but like that is a proper sandwich. You put pastrami on that bad boy. I am out. What? In that You're... particular sandwich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out of that. Okay, but if, like, you were offered a pastrami sandwich or, like, oh, yeah. a Reuben. Yeah, that's yeah. different. That's oh, a pastrami okay. sandwich. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were saying, like, like, pastrami is my deal breaker. No, 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 no. It's not like I'm... It's like I drink milk, but I'm not going to drink it with the hot sauce. Like, I'll... That's the perfect time to drink milk. After the hot sauce. Yeah. I'm not going to put hot sauce in my milk. It'll curdle it. Mm. Oh, I see what you mean. I was thinking next to, not. No, 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 no. I'm saying combined. Yeah, what don't the... do that. Wait, what was in the sandwich again? Because it was no pastrami, bubblegum, and ice cream. No. What? That is yeah. Okay, no. Now you're talking about a real Scooby and Shaggy sandwich. Yeah, that was in the movie. Bubblegum should never be in anything that you can. Uh, you I have think... to swallow. I think this was ice cream flavors that they wanted to get. Yeah, because there was also like sweet and sour mustard sauce in there as well. I Right? I watched this last night yeah. and I have no recollection so of this. So I think it was just more so, uh, once again, Tim Gunn, Jim Gunn, James, James Gunn. Gunn. We got uh, there. Pushing on the idea that their stoners was just like, yeah, they're going to combine pastrami bubblegum uh, with like sweet and sour mustard sauce because that's like a reasonable food. I like when there's a bunch of smoke coming out of the mystery machine. Yes. And then it turns out they're grilling sandwiches. Yes. Hamburgers. The internet says that they, they took some influence and in kind of a little bit of like the Brady Bunch adaptation where uh -huh. they kind of yeah, like, yeah. yeah the Brady Bunch make... movie and the very Brady uh, sequel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're kind of like, how do we how do we make this incredibly uh, uncomfortable in the best way? How do we parody it while also getting across uh, that this is part of the, uh, this is what it's like. Yeah. Right, right, right. I don't, I don't think they did that well, though. Like, no, no, no. They they're oh disagree. Meta, but I don't know. Like, where's my note on this? And this is too meta. Just be Scooby Doo. Stop commenting on it. It felt like, and this is the thing. Like, this note is very shortly after the whole like Velma's glasses get taken, and then she's immediately on the ground instead mm -hmm. of like going for Daphne's hands. It felt like checkboxy like okay we mentioned the ascot okay mm -hmm. velma got on the floor and looked for her glasses okay check daphne was a damsel mm -hmm. rather than just being scooby-doo and well, that's what the us do those like just see those things and enjoy that's that. what the opening was the opening was this is a scooby-doo here's all the scooby-doo things and then they got that out of the way and then they're like all right here's scooby-doo in a cartoon reality no, I disliked that they did that at the beginning, mm. though. It felt too... It felt it felt too obvious. Like, rather than... Like, you can make an ascot joke and reference the ascot mm. without him being like, hey, don't diss the ascot. 
and like being very obvious about it and to me that felt like we did an ascot joke yeah it's like when you see a Uh really yeah yeah, it's a kid's movie yeah yeah it was made for me a nine-year-old who watched it and went oh yeah the ascot i know once again Jim, this movie was not made for you. It's nuts that you think that that's the case. It was made for my sibling you who think was 40 it was nuts, years old. You think it was nuts it was made for me, a nine-year-old who loved <laughs> Scooby-Doo? <laughs> no, it's not. But also, Who saw this in theaters and also at a sleepover well, and also 1,000 other times? <laughs> I, I disagree that because it's a kid's movie, it has to be bad writing or it's okay that it's bad writing. That's- I think that kids' movies can be pointing out the joke though because kids are idiots and you can point out a joke to them this is the result of what happens when you try to do a pg-13 movie slash that you wrote an r-rated script for and then it just gets kind of botched together where like like the, those reason i think those those shoot in stuff feels so probably jarring throughout the entire thing or so much it's because there's just probably missing other sustenance that would have actually been maybe helpful for the character development other than just like uh, I don't know, Freddie Prince Jr. being like, I'd fuck dorky chicks too, whatever the fuck he said. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. So there was no, there was no fuck in this movie. He no. He did not say. He said, I find dorky chicks like you attractive or something like right, that. Right, right. But right. he basically said yeah, the what I said. version of, I fuck nerdy chicks too. You're right. Yeah. I mean, that's how I saw it. Come on. Yeah, no, that's 100% what he said but that is him for that's him hamming it up as a kind of an accurate depiction of who that dude would be in real life <laughs> yeah, yeah. i disagree i very much disliked this freddy okay um, because there's a freddy um in a recent uh cartoon version where he's just super into laying booby traps and he's super oblivious to like other things so like people will be sarcastic about his booby traps and he'll be like, yeah, it is exciting. And um, Daphne's like in love with him, which I don't like love. But mm. like Daphne's in love with him and he's like, we can hang out and watch YouTube videos about booby traps. Like, and he just doesn't get it. And I think that's a really sweet version of Freddie being a leader yeah. and being really into leading this troop that isn't him being an asshole. It, it'd be him leaning more into like his oblivious okay yeah, like the obliviousness would be it's more fun there than being oblivious that you're just a douchebag um right, right. and it, it it lends itself to being like you can he could be more of a leader slash like facilitator of the team and not be like a fucking bossy dick i do Which, get that this was 2002 so of course, of course they went the way they did oh I, this is i wonder if this is a rewrite or this is actually tim gunn's nephew's like uh his his way of writing it I gotta stop saying that. I know Jim. Who is James like Gunn's nephew? That's by I, the way. I keep, you forget- keep bringing this up. Who is James Gunn's nephew? No, Tim Gunn's nephew. I can't. I couldn't remember uh, James Gunn's name. So in my mind, he's Tim Gunn's nephew. No, he's Sean Gunn's brother. Sean yeah. Gunn, who played Kirk on Gilmore Girls. I just love all. They totally that- do. By the way, he's in all his movies. <laughs> yes, he's in all the movies, and he was in. A, he was like a CGI character in like Mandalorian or something recently and I was watching it and I was like that one that one is and I was gonna say Seth Gunn but that's not his name Sean Gunn Sean Gunn I was like that one's Sean Gunn and they were like no that's that's like CGI and I was like trust me that's how Sean Gunn (laughs) walks I know Kirk when I see him yeah excuse me I know that barista from Bunheads from that one episode I know I know the guy from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's uh, he's in that movie. He is in that. Maybe that was the one that I'm thinking of. Not Mando, but Gardens, Guardians, Guard. Anyway, I'm gonna get back to. Yeah. Oh, here's something I wrote while I was taking notes. Since we already mentioned Community once, I feel mm-hmm. like Chevy Chase in that one episode of Community where he pre-writes jokes for a hangout. Uh huh. <sighs> yeah, that was a rough episode to get through. I mean, as sorry, as every episode with him in it was. Anyways. Yeah, but I mean, like, as I was, like, taking notes on this movie, I was like, is that what I'm doing? Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. The, this entire, the entire podcast is just us doing that. Yeah. Um, do you remember in the movie, at one point, Velma gets, like, pat on the head really weirdly? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and she figures out the holograms, and then that guy's like, "Oh, you're a smart one." Mm-hmm. Oh, I really, yeah, they're, they're really uh, leaning into this whole like, like how do we belittle this character? Uh, yeah. So yeah. my TA in college did that to me once, and I want to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Get into it. Let's let's. What's their name? What's their name? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> <leave it out. laughs> I have happily forgotten. Okay. Their name, but I'm gonna call them Joe. Okay. I think his name is Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Can't confirm, can't deny. (laughs) I I don't know or care. So I was taking Rocks for Jocks, which is Geology 101 in winter session, which is five weeks. So you have to go like every day and you have lab twice a week. And I hated it and it was the worst. And my lab group was always the last to finish because we didn't care. Anyway, but... I'm charismatic, right? And I at least tried sometimes, maybe. I don't know. My TA like decided that he liked me, whatever. At one point, I made some sort of geology related joke, or I joked about like how our group was obviously going to finish last. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. But I said something that he clearly found endearing. And he like went, I could see the motivation to like hug me almost. Mm-hmm. Like I was sitting, he was standing like a, I don't know how to describe it, but then he clearly was like, I saw the motivation and then a clear like, nope, I'm not supposed to do that. And then he like pat and ruffled my head. Like oh, a boy. Oh no. Head. And then he walked away and then it was I was like crisis to, averted. And then I had to go to like two more weeks of class. Oh my God. You know, what's really terrible. Jim is you're hundred percent right. That that person walked away from this being like, whoo, that was close. Dodge that bullet. Ooh boy. Could have gone real bad there. All right. Time to go on with my day. Where is my sandwich? <laughs> it's fucked up. It's fucked up. I'm so sorry. He was honestly, he was, just so bad in general and the whole experience was bad for that class i was just like this might as well have happened like sure what the fuck ever i always knew it would come to this i'm so lucky i went from thinking my ta hated me to finding out today that my ta actually does the exact opposite they're very happy to help me out and they're really glad i'm in the class yeah yeah oh absolutely uh it was nice because they did that can i speak to you after class today in front of other people thing i was like fuck uh and it was just they wanted to help you out with i'm the gonna get detention right? no 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 i put it in rough draft i didn't they had a lot of notes for me and they were concerned that i took the notes as if they were worried that i would take the no- a lot of the notes as if like they were really coming at me too hard and i was like no i took it as you just really trying to look after me and be like hey you could clean it up this way like this would help and this would help i was like all of those were really helpful suggestions thank you so much oh. um yeah, I don't know. I got very lucky that uh, I was very wrong about this person uh, and that they uh, they very much so are down to help me out, which is great. Date? I'm very blown away right now. I've only been in school for a little bit. For whatever reason, it's like uh, annoyingly better this time around. Yay. Yeah. Welcome to the future. The future's better. It really is. Ugh. I do like it here. Come back to school with me if you want uh, and hang out with a bunch of like 20 year olds. I just meant that I like it in the future. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, thank you. I wonder, are they going to redo this movie, like, soon? Because if they do, I'd really wonder if they do it with today's sensibilities, like, well, or they, like, pick the worst things about today's that are not, like, on that are on the line. I think if people. they remade this movie, it would be exactly the same. I think yeah. it would be no Sugar different Ray whatsoever. Would be back. Sugar Ray would be in it. Mr. Bean's uh, in it. Uh, both uh, Buffy and Freddie Prince Jr., who are still mm. together. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Lovely I think that's really, too. really, really sweet. Um, they he was, they like, are? Yeah, 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 he was like asked on a radio show like back in Howard the 90s when we were dating. It was Howard. Of course it was Howard Stern. Where they're like, no, you're going to, you're not going to, this is like a fake thing. Like you're just with her because she's hot now. But like when she gets older, blah, 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 blah. And Freddie was like, no, I love her. <laughs> we're in love and like I'll be back in 10 years and we'll still be married and they're still married oh um, gosh I hope they don't divorce between now and oh, oh. 
they got Howard divorced Stern. yesterday. I'm so sorry. What? I just looked it up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Howard Stern at that time definitely would have been going through a divorce and it would have been super jaded. Yeah. I'm shocker. He was. Mm-hmm. There was a good time period where he would, where after his divorce, where he was just like, love does not exist, and everyone who loves doesn't exist either. I would petition for a, a new Scooby Doo live action movie. I, I want to see it. They come I would out all much the rather time, see. They yeah, no, 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 no. But reunion cast. I want the whole cast. I want the whole cast back. I want Mr. Bean there. I, I want them to not like. I want. I don't know if I need him to just have a cameo or whatever. But oh, I, I want spoiler. everyone back, including equally bad CGI dog. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. Sorry, go ahead, Jim. Oh, no, I want worse CGI dog. I want, <laughs> I want the dog to look like that one, uh, the the one thing from that one Tremors movie. Oh, the, uh, the Ass Blasters? No, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that that's information for mostly just me and few people in the world. Oh, Who Cassie gets it. Ass Blasters. Thank you, Cassie. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have written down at one point what's the opposite of Uncanny Valley. Mm. Like, that's what this CGI feels like. Yes, and that's why it's great. No. Because the opposite of Uncanny Valley is that they make it cartoony, which is how CGI should be. That's why CGI dinosaurs usually works, because we don't know what dinosaurs look like. We got into this on the, uh, the Jurassic Park 3 episode, because it was the argument of whether or not it was so bad that it was good. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, that's how CGI works. If you try to make it look realistic, at some point it's going to look bad. But if you try to make it look weird and cartoony, it's going to look great. Or uh, it looks like uh, Alice in Wonderland, uh, the Tim Burton one. I I disagree. I think it can be cartoony and bad. I think it could be cartoony and good. And I hear what you're saying about you don't want it to be too realistic. You want it to be a little animated. But... I, your eyes, when I said that, had the most life in them I have seen this whole time. <laughs> you were so happy about cartoon. Wait, Jim? CGI. Yeah, Jim. Okay, I was yeah. like, I was... <laughs> the, just the... Oh yeah, Kai, you've been frozen this whole time, by the way. No. What? No, no, yeah, no. You've been completely frozen this whole time. Me? No. Yeah, yeah. No. For... Yeah. Am I frozen for both of you, or just for Jim? Oh, just Jim. I don't know if Jim's lying or not, but you're not frozen for me. Okay, great. Uh, this is the second time I've been frozen for Jim, and he didn't tell me for like half an hour. So gotcha. Yeah. yeah, it always feels a little off. I'm like, I don't feel like I really have a good sensibility on where Jim's at. I like, I'm like, what's going on here? Uh, and that's <laughs> that's it's yeah. Anyways, uh, you were you were saying? I don't know what I was saying, but I do have another note. Yeah, that go I for really it. really want to talk about. Please do. Which is the chase scene. You mean when Mary Jane uh, stretches her face and then she's like, see, I'm good again. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I remember exactly. Were, exactly. They, were they on quads? Because that's where that scene is. No, I think this is when they were... No, skateboarding is at the very beginning, so not that one. But this yeah. was... the Whatever the chase scene at the end is, because it's at the end of my... Um, it's after the scrappy flashback, so oh, okay. I think it's a I think it's the chase scene with like all like when all the aliens monster things come out. Anyway, this this, yeah, this movie has so many weird freaking things. Anyway, so go ahead. Don't worry, it, there's no aliens. They're they're voodoo monsters. Yes, I did not really pay attention to the origin of those creatures because the CGI made me so upset that I didn't pay attention. But um, here's the thing about the chase scenes in the cartoons. That was amazing. They were hilarious. You would have that one hallway, you'd have that farce, right? We have the one hallway with all the doors in it and you'd see them like running across in like, how did they get from one room to the other? And then eventually you'd have like some montages where they'd be like Washington crossing the Delaware or like whatever these like weird vignettes. That was not in the movie once. We Mm. didn't get any long hallway shot with multiple doors with them going back and forth. 
And that's the best part of Scooby-Doo, in my opinion. No, we just saw them on a dating show fuck, like Fuckboy Island instead. <laughs> well, we didn't get that either. Yeah, no, I wanted more Fuckboy Island is what I, I think. If I'm not going to get hallways, give me Fuckboy Island. But like they... You need more Sugar Ray. <laughs> Fair. I, I will agree with it. More Sugar Ray would have... I mean, for this movie, as much Sugar Ray as possible. It'll only sweeten the deal. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I do. I I did sing that bedpost song a lot. Whatever the fuck that one is. Uh, oh my god, the one where he's talking about stealing his girlfriend's halo to cheat on her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What a time! What a time! The music. It's every morning, by the way. Uh, it's a great song. The, the, uh... <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have to have a routine if you want to be successful. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. you have to be consistent with your goals. I steal this thing every day in my life yeah it's great absolutely um, um go ahead no i'm just looking at my notes i was I uh, expectations i was gonna say case. yeah i think it is time for some final notes mm. good because i actually have a few as well <laughs> now's a good time so you know one or two notes you felt like you wanted to talk about you uh throw them in right now and we'll we'll talk about them <sighs> But that's not fair. I just want to rapid fire like 15 things. All right, fine. Give us rapid fire, but we're not allowed to talk about them. I will, but I'll do it after you two say your final things. Okay. What are your final notes, y'all? Who would like to go first? My, I do have just one last thing. Oh. Which is, I love that this weird island theme park thing had a piano bar. Um, <laughs> that, the, that the scary man uh, was very good at, yeah. Yeah, no, it was like a really good, come here, Absinthe, come here. Bye. That's my cat. Nope. He hates to be perceived. Bye. He's gone. Um, yeah, I love that this weird, racist uh, amusement park island had like a really good piano bar. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's thinking to all demographics. It's yep. really mm-hmm. forward thinking. Um, you know, after a night of of or after a day of voodoo racist uh uh roller coasters you want to relax at a at a lounge with yeah. some soft jazz that's that's exactly where i want to be yeah <laughs> on the island that you yeah. can't escape Mm-hmm. With the bar, with the bartender who's there until like one a.m. every night for some reason. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What are you talking about? Bartenders are always there till at least one a.m. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Yeah, but I mean, like for the last two hours, there's like no one there. It's so sad. I hate it. Uh, I just yeah, don't, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bartenders, I, I, you got it. I just, I, I, no, I don't. I don't miss living uh, in restaurants. That was terrible. <laughs> I just say living. Yes. That was such a slip, but so real to the industry. If anyone waits tables, you know exactly how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> oh, God. I did live there. Oh, it was the worst. Uh, I I actually... I have a few things. Go ahead, Jim. Sorry. Actually, I said I, before I unload and uh, unleash my nonsense. I thought this movie had an incredible joke that I love, mm-hmm. which is... Um, <laughs> is there a phone call for a Mr. Do? And then the guy goes, uh, Melvin do? He goes, nah, Scooby-Doo. And then he answers, and then Scooby-Doo answers the phone. And then at the end of the movie, uh, Scrappy-Doo is like, we need your soul, Scooby-Doo. And then he goes, Melvin do? And he points at <laughs> Melvin do. I love that joke. That was an incredible joke. That was one of those jokes that was like, yeah, a professional screenwriter at this movie. This is... This- I, I out loud said... Do dogs have souls? And then went, do all dogs really go to heaven, though? <laughs> do all dogs really go to heaven three, A Christmas Carol? <laughs> I, I would love it if Scooby-Doo made a uh, an appearance in that. Actually, that would have been really great. But then he would have to be dead, which would kind of suck. I think that would really kind of be a bummer for everybody. What if it's like a coma situation? Oh, where he, yeah, it's a whole, like, a whole situation. Yeah, that he gets to just kind of I cameo. hate to break it to both of you, but people in comas aren't dead. No, I know, but... You don't go to heaven if you're in a coma. (laughs) Wait, what? I know. I thought that's how coma. But... No, not according to me, Catholics. (laughs) The line, you know, the barrier between worlds is thinner when you're in a coma, obviously. Mm. So you can be visited by 
people from the other side I've made up as I've been speaking. Uh, as a woman who was my teacher in fifth grade once said, uh, comas are the devil's work, so you go to hell if you're in a coma. <laughs> well then, Scooby won't meet any dogs. Because <laughs> all dogs go to heaven. And that will also prove that all dogs go to ca- heaven. <laughs> Which is not provable because in that movie, dogs go to hell. Yeah, a lot of them actually. There's a yeah, lot of dogs it, that go quite to Quite a few of those dogs go to hell. <laughs> There's, in fact, the concept of a dog hell negates the fact that all dogs go to heaven. It's it's stupid. Kai and, already, Kai and I already talked about this. And the world will never hear it. It's our it's our test episodes. They're just yeah. they're they exist somewhere and nowhere at the same time. I really I should know that y'all have the upper hand on these types of movies. Honestly, with me and I shouldn't just say things. Can't just say it. When people see Jim and I, they should absolutely always assume that we have knowledge about all the X going to heaven. Yeah, we know about Rocky Five. <laughs> Why? That's what I'm saying. Why do we do this? (laughs) Like, yeah, it's it's so you could do trivia and be like, you know what? I do know uh, what movie you're talking about that Sylvester Stallone's brother was in. Thank you, Jim, and my staying alive. (laughs) Yeah, it's random shit like that. That that's why I do it. Jim, did you have something else? Nah. Cool. Just to say a couple things. uh, I think I want to say next time I really want to casually insult someone is don't take it personally. Uh, It's mostly just because you creep me out. I'm saving that really for like a probably just some next time I get creeped on and like I'm out at a bar like I feel like that's gonna be that's gonna be a good one for that because that'll be fun uh something about mustaches and soul patches were just like in I guess and that really bothered me <laughs> yes they were oh yeah <laughs> uh fan of the frozen dog situation I I really uh I both I both felt bad but also uh for like the like the like how underutilized one of the actors was what is his name because i haven't seen him in much freddie prince jr that comes out no uh mcgill nunez jr <laughs> okay i i he because they had that scene with sarah michelle geller where she was just like i think you're telling me that you don't want me to go up there but i know you're trying wait what if you're telling me that you do want me to go up there wait by not telling me you want to go up there like that mm-hmm. scene uh yeah yeah, yeah. i get it okay saw the movie. You, do you know who he is I don't know him from from much. I just was like, I want more of him in this movie, but also not having... Well, sorry, go ahead. That's Joanna Man. Uh, yeah. I don't... Wait. I'm going to pretend like I know what you're talking about. Joanna okay. Man? it's That's Joanna Man. He was also in Return of the Living Dead. He's great in that movie. And he's also in one of the Friday the 13th where he has to poop a bunch. He, he's he's great. He's, he's a very utilized actor. It's just you have not watched Joanna Man. I haven't watched a lot of movies. Unfortunately, my dad raised me with like lethal weapon like four so (laughs) that's who that's the movies i unfortunately kind of went down i can't believe i've gone this whole time without talking about poop and i'm really sorry because i promised to poop talk yeah it's okay if there's if there's a segue for what's something in the movie about poop or you just want to talk about poop that's fine poop okay all right thank you how come Uh, there was no joke about uh like uh scooby taking a poop at all during this whole thing it was in the trailer that was in the trailer it was just wait it was just in the trailer yeah, because uh, uh, Velma at one point says, your name means Scooby-Poo. <laughs> okay. That got yeah. removed from the movie. Yeah, sure. Uh, other than that, I thought it was interesting to make Scrappy a fucking villain. I was like, why is he even... I was like, why the fuck did they put this dog in this movie? Nobody wants to remember this dog was in this movie. And then, ah, twist, they made him the fucking villain. I thought that that was uh, what probably, once again, what my age bracket, because this movie was meant for me, not nine-year-old Jim... Uh, what we wanted, we wanted a go fuck yourself, Scrappy. You yes, hundred percent. Yes, yeah. So that's why they gave it to us. I bet he had puppy power. Okay. Yeah. Wait, are you pro Scrappy? Yeah. Is that yeah. what you're trying to tell us right at the end of this? I'm a Scrappy apologist. Honestly, Julie, let's finish this puppy now. <laughs> I really wish I had known that before I came on this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I. I'm speechless, honestly. I, I honestly, you're giving me really hard contest, uh, like c- contestant to the other quote I was gonna do, which is I don't know and I don't care. It's really gonna be hard to decide which one's gonna be for the episode. <laughs> 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 I think that's it. I don't really have any other notes. 
Yeah, no, this was this was a movie. We all saw it. Uh, I think it got rated way poorly, uh, way worse, like online by apparently a lot of people feel than I actually felt. It was. Oh, I, I think thirty-two on Rotten Tomatoes was very accurate. Oh, this is an A plus movie, and you're both wrong. I I give it somewhere around like the the uh, uh, oh geez, what's what's something that's not that like a three? I'd give it a three. Out of ten? Just out of just out of five. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I that's more like I intentionally yeah. decided to give some sort of like mechanism for rating it that did not make sense because yours were all over the place. I like how you just gave a number on no scale <laughs> and expected yeah. us to know the context. I give it like a three. <laughs> I uh, I do the same thing. I give it a thousand and eight. It's it's on a scale of a billion, but I mean, anytime I have a displeasure with something, I always say minus two points. I, and I've been doing it for like a decade now, and I don't. You don't get plus two points for me ever. You never get them back. So if so you lose two points with me because you did something to me, just know that it, you've forever. It's a minus two. <laughs> You will never be minus two. Uh, thank you for. <laughs> I, I I have a special clause for you. you. You can do whatever you want. No minuses. <laughs> oh my goodness! I know it's a big deal. <laughs> I hope uh, you know I have your I have the dinosaur menorah I bought from you on display all year round. That is amazing. Dinosaurus uh, Rex. People, you could have a dinosaur menorah yourself. Although I don't know, just I. I oh God! Uh, who doesn't need one to just like spray paint? A, a dinosaur and make it into a menorah like etsy people creators you make some stuff and thank you <laughs> great yeah uh speaking of uh etsy creators and creators in general uh, i do want to ask do you have anything that you would like to promote uh and tell the world about yeah and i actually thought of something else that i wanted to promote that i didn't tell you guys about but sure. it's yeah. we do related nice um so a great halloween song that my brothers the regano songbook wrote and um, I can send you all their social information later. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll put it in the, in the show notes as well. Great. Thank you. Uh, so they wrote a song called I Want to Be Daphne for Halloween. <laughs> and it's about a true story that uh, sort of went viral on a mommy blog a couple years back. And by a couple years now, maybe 10. I don't know. Um, but this mom had a kindergartner who wanted to go as Daphne for Halloween mm -hmm. and she bought the costume and that boy went to his kindergarten class as Daphne and the parents were going up to her and saying like, why did you do that? Like, are you sure it's okay? Like, uh -huh. what if this is a sign of something bigger? And she was like, um, your kid is dressed up as a ninja. Are you worried that your kid's going to be an assassin when they grow up? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And so she blogged about that experience and it went a little viral. And so my brothers have written a song based on that experience called oh my. I Want to Be Daphne for Halloween. I listen to it every October. It's nice. fantastic. Um, and the other thing I want to promote is me. I oh. want to go see shows. I don't want to pay to go see shows in nice. Philadelphia because that costs money that I need to pay rent. So <laughs> um, I love it. Like that's the only reason I would love to pay for shows, but I do need to pay for rent and food. So <laughs> if you would like to go see a show, I'm a fantastic companion. I have a very distinct laugh. Um, so you're going to hear that. I uh, I'm very smart, as you've witnessed on this show, and funny. I've got great friends and great taste. Um, I'll see shows, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to name specific venues. I was sure. Warned. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you weren't. I was joking. You're fine. Okay. Crossroads, comedy sports. Let's go look at the calendar. Hit me up. Be like, let's go see a show. Um, don't be a creep about it. And yeah, slide into the DMs respectively. Like, don't be yeah. weird. <laughs> Especially if you're my friend and know me. Let's hang out. Yeah, that's actually, yeah. If you're a stranger, be smart about it. <laughs> yeah, if you're a stranger, don't actually. But <laughs> if you're friend, no, if you're a stranger, do. I need to date more. If you're a stranger, do too. I like this because this became like rotten classifieds uh, <laughs> and I'm here well, for listen, it. I, 
I don't want to, I don't like the Craigslist missed connections thing. No. I have to actually go outside my house to do it. But no, this, this is, I can do from bed. No, this is a, not a misconnection. Like, this is a don't miss out connection. Like, oh. I know, I'm an improviser. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic, yes, Anne. Um, I, uh, I dressed, I had to say, I dressed up as Tinkerbell one year, and it was my favorite moment when uh, on the bus, uh, or not on the bus, I was on the uh, one of the trains, and, you know, being a the person that I am and you know being a bearded Tinkerbell out in the world uh it was uh this kid was like mommy 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 that's Tinkerbell is that Tinkerbell and they were just like "Mm -hmm. yes it is (laughs) and like give me a nod kind of like "Mm -hmm. yes solidarity (laughs) I was like thank you now that child understands that that is also Tinkerbell tip of the hat goodbye I also had very bad uh, boob sweat going on. I had like a bat symbol thing going on right underneath. Did not look good. Anyways, uh, Jim, I love you. Julie, you're Thank wonderful. You. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Jim, I'm sorry we were mean to you on this episode. I felt like a little bit. Are you okay? I'll, I'll get better. Yeah. I think it was justified. Like I said, I wasn't going to be a bully, but then Jim did bully worthy things. That's right. not my fault. And he was wrong That's time, at times. victim blaming, and I'm not here for that. <laughs> it it would be victim blaming if anything you said didn't make you the villain. So <laughs> that's the problem there, Jimothy. Well, okay, what... you know what they say. Show's over, folks. Let's go home. <laughs> oh, God. If this was Joe's podcast, it would be like, oh, shit, guys. We did not find a resolution whatsoever. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Bye, everybody. Uh, uh, you will know what I'm talking about because I'll use a uh, promo for Joe's podcast in the middle of the episode. Uh, all right. Julie, you're the best. Jim, I once again, you're good. I like you. Awesome. Thanks. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to be doing this uh, another Scooby-Doo live action. It's going to be Scooby-Doo uh, Monsters Unleashed. Uh, and we'll be coming back with Jacob Todd. So come back next week, y'all. All right. Thanks so much for having me. This was fun. Thank you for uh, being here. I'm saying goodbye to you, Julia, but don't go anywhere. But everybody else, leave. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm glad they're gone. Whew. Oh. Oh. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.